Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Well, hello, everybody. How are you? I am sore. (laughs) I started working with a personal trainer uh, this week and met with him yesterday, and he is kicking my butt. (laughs) Let me tell you, I worked out with him yesterday, as I said, and man, do I feel it. But I love that. It actually feels really good to know that my workouts are efficient and effective. I mean, it is it is really amazing how much he does. He covers with me in 30 minutes. Um, and, I, and I feel like I'm coming back to myself. As many of you know, I've because I've talked about it on the podcast, I started the year, I had all of these big goals and plans for 2024. I ran an online workshop and I launched my Revitalize course. And then I promptly got sick. I started um, feeling kind of crummy on New Year's Eve. And it took about a good week before I was back on my feet. And then I had kind of this lingering cough. So I had stopped working out for a while and I just fell out of my routine. That happens so easily, right? And And I'm such a creature of habit that when that happens, it takes me a while to kind of get my mojo back. And because I know myself so well, and at this point, I just know how my brain operates, I knew that a new workout and a new challenge would be really good for me. That's one thing um, that I will say about working with a trainer is that they push you in ways that you might not push yourself. At least that's the case for me. Although I'm usually very disciplined, I can get comfortable, you know, doing the same exercises with the same weight and in the same order, you know, I just felt like it was time to kind of shake things up and challenge myself a little bit more. So, so that's what I'm doing and I love it, but I am sore. Um, and I also cut my hair short. So if you follow me on social media, you've likely seen that it's, well, it's just above the shoulders, which for me is short. It's actually the shortest that I've worn it in years. And there too, I just, I felt like I needed a change in my hair from all of the color and the blow drying and of course, hormonal changes. My, my hair had a lot of split ends and damage. Um, So I just went for it and I'm trying a new look. And I have to say, I feel like I just lost 10 pounds. Um, And on top of that, my hair feels so much healthier and so much fuller. So it was definitely a good thing. I don't know if I'll keep it or grow it out, but but it's been fun. And for me, it's evidence of how much more confident I've become and how much more risk I'm comfortable with. We can get very attached to things like our long hair or a particular style, and it takes some confidence and some courage to try on a new look. It's almost like trying on a new identity. But I love knowing that whatever it is, I can handle it. I can make it work. I can choose to have fun with it, I can try different things, and I can change my mind at any time. There's a real freedom in that. I really believe that it's what keeps us young. 
the willingness to change and try new things and try to find fun in all of it. Um, I encourage you to approach everything this year with a spirit of adventure. That's what I am determined to do in the second half of my life. And another thing that I'm determined to do and that I encourage you to do as well is to have a grand romance. <laughs> Did you like my clever little segue there? Well, Valentine's Day is fast approaching. And so I've been thinking a lot about life and love and what it means to have a grand romance. I am having a grand romance for sure uh, in a couple of ways. For one thing, I am in a relationship with a man that is wonderful and the relationship is so incredible and so loving. And to be honest, it has changed how I think about everything you know, particularly relationships and romance. My guy is pretty extraordinary and I just feel so loved and adored all of the time. He is my biggest fan and cheerleader and my coach at times. <laughs> um, he just brings so much goodness into my life. But as amazing as he is and as happy as our relationship makes me, I know that he's not the reason that I'm having a grand romance. He is the beautiful manifestation of my grand romance. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a moment. Um, let's think about romance and, and what it means to be a romantic. Because I feel like we use that term a lot without always understanding what it means. So for years, I have considered myself a romantic. I love music and chocolate and perfume and flowers and romantic comedies, pretty much all the things related to love. I'm very cheesy and I believe in the transformational power of joy, beauty, and dark chocolate. <laughs> but when we consider where the word romantic comes from and what it really means, it's clear that it goes much deeper than, you know, candy hearts and Cupid. Um, there's a writer, Ben Aronovich, and he says, romantics are the most dangerous creatures on earth. And here's why. Um, as many of you probably know, romanticism was an artistic, literary, intellectual movement that originated in Europe toward the end of the 18th century. And it was partly as a reaction to the Industrial Revolution and the Age of Enlightenment. So when the world became obsessed with knowledge and science and business and productivity, some people, and it was mostly those dedicated to the arts, rose up to remind people where real power, truth, and intelligence come from. And that's how the Romantic movement kind of began. And the followers of this movement were called Romantics, and they, they were characterized by certain traits. Namely, they valued emotion and imagination and the senses over reason, science, and the intellect. They valued the individual over society as a whole, and they believed that every person should strive to be self-referenced. They rejected all forms of materialism, and instead they recognized the abundance of the natural world they appreciated beauty over usefulness. They turned inward for guidance instead of looking around to the outside world for validation. 
they honored the creative spirit more than you know, rules and traditions and the dictates of society. They had a real appreciation for the exotic, the mysterious. In other words, they, they kind of realized how little we all know. And rather than strictly adhering to what came before, they dreamed of a better future and they believed in possibility and the strength of the human spirit. So yeah, they're dangerous because they can't be controlled or manipulated. They won't blindly follow rules and settle for the status quo. Instead, they question, they imagine and dream and create. If there's beauty to be found, and there always is, they will find it and appreciate it fully. And maybe most important and most dangerous of all, a romantic honors him or herself above all else and will not compromise his or her character and integrity ever for anyone or anything. I believe that's what it means to have a grand romance, to fall in love with ourselves, with our art, whatever that may be, and our life. And if we want to see someone who is truly in the throes of a grand romance, let's look at Taylor Swift. For those of you who may not know this, I am a huge Taylor Swift fan, mostly inspired by my daughter, who's been a Swifty for years. Um, we're actually going to see her in Toronto in the fall, and I am so, so, so excited. But whatever your feelings are about her or her music or her love affair with Travis Kelsey, clearly she's extraordinary. And clearly there's a lot that we can learn from this incredible, talented, powerful young woman. It does not matter that she's only 33. She is really an example of what we can create when we embody all of those traits that I just mentioned. She does all of those things. And when she's encountered adversity, and she certainly has encountered plenty of it over her 17 year plus career, uh, she puts her head down, she retreats, she deepens into her work, she gets super creative, and she comes back as an even stronger, even better reinvented version of herself. Those are the qualities of a true romantic. Um, as you probably know, she was recently named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. And Sam Jacobs, um, who is a writer, and I believe he's, I could be wrong, but I believe he's the editor-in-chief of Time Magazine. He wrote an amazing piece about her. <clears throat> and in it, he said, Taylor Swift found a way to transcend borders and be a source of light. No one else on the planet today can move so many people so well. Achieving this feat is something we often chalk up to alignments of planets and fates, but giving too much credit to the stars ignores her skill and her power. Swift is the rare person who is both the writer and the hero of her own story. I love that quote so much. There were actually so many great parts of that article. Um, if you haven't read it, I encourage you to read it. It was, it was really fantastic. But this one really spoke to me because it shows that she has complete control of her life. She's at the helm. She is the CEO. She knows her worth and she makes decisions from a place of power. 
And guess what? One beautiful result of that is that she has attracted a man who knows her value and who adores her and who supports and celebrates her. She simply wouldn't be with anybody who didn't. But here's the thing. She was having a grand romance before Travis Kelsey entered the picture. She had committed to her dream of the era's world tour and she was loving life. And then this man showed up and their love affair began. So let me ask you, what if we all became the hero of our own story? What would we be capable of creating? What if we name ourselves person of the year? You know, in my life, I'm the person of the year. In your life, you are the person of the year. We can create our own grand romance just the way that Taylor Swift has. And who knows what or who might come into our life as a result of that. We are not too old. You don't need to be a celebrity to do it. You don't need to look a certain way or have a certain talent or have any particular amount of money or fame. A grand romance, the grandest romance, means falling in love with ourselves, our art, and our life. And I'm going to share the recipe for doing that. I want to paint a vision of your grand romance, and I hope that this vision inspires you as much as it inspires me. Number one, you stop caring what other people think. You are in integrity with yourself. You live in a way that's aligned with your values, whether others like it or not. You mine the diamonds in your everyday experiences. I mean, that's what artists do, right? They capture the small moments because they realize that the small moments aren't small at all. They're huge because they stack up to build your life. For that reason, you're very intentional about your daily habits and your routines. You have passion, meaning that you have dreams of your own, not your partners, not your kids, but one that is entirely your own. And you have a vision of the future that inspires you. You're not afraid to love big and to love hard. And yes, there is risk involved in that because you might get hurt. You may have your heart broken. You will very likely be disappointed or let down by people, but that doesn't stop you from loving. You're creative and you take action. You're not sitting on the sidelines watching other people and talking about what they're doing. You don't waste your time in other people's business because you're too busy creating your next era. You're resilient, just like our girl Taylor, you can handle setbacks. You might withdraw, you might retreat for some time, but you come back and when you do, you're even better and you're even more powerful. You celebrate a lot. You look for reasons to celebrate and you always find them. You let your intuition guide you because you know that you know best. Whether by choice or by necessity, you continue to reinvent yourself again and again, year after year. You change and you evolve. And here's the most important part. You love fiercely each and every era and every iteration of you. That is what it means 
to have a grand romance. And I wish that for all of us on Valentine's Day and every other day. I love you all. Have a beautiful week and a very happy Valentine's Day. Hey, before I let you go, have you downloaded the free Midlife Glow Up Guide yet? In this guide, I walk you through 10 simple action steps, and you know I love simplicity, that will take you from feeling tired and uninspired to feeling balanced, energized, and beautiful. In short, I'll help you get your mojo back. Simply click the link in the show notes or visit wellegantwoman.com forward slash glow up, and I'll get that right over to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.